Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog. And yes, people, keep telling your friends. Listeners are picking up every single week, and we appreciate the love. And of course, we are joined well, by... to the- be honest, I, lo- I saw the numbers, and I think you know maybe the Democrats were messing with the numbers last week because they were not as good. That's why we got rid of last week's tech stuff guy. I actually liked him, but you know the numbers are the numbers. We're in a numbers game here, people. Well, uh, if you don't recognize his voice, that is our president of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump, Mr. Great, president. Great president. Yes. Uh, Bob, it's good to see you. Great. You know, uh, I'm hoping this you. one works out finally. What All about right. Bob? What about Bob? Well, I hope Bob does work out. Mr. President, I, I got something on my phone earlier tonight, and maybe you can explain it to me. It was a presidential phone alert. I, I don't know exactly... Uh, what the meaning of it was, what do you... What's well, the thing is, Amber Alerts, okay, are very liberal. Not a lot of people know that. It's for missing children. Amber is a very liberal woman, and I thought we needed a counter to that for the Republicans, for the conservatives. So now, whenever you get an Amber Alert telling you that some woman is making some false accusation, there'll be a presidential alert to trumpet, and that's a good pun. But that's not... Do you know what an Amber Alert is, Mr. President? Well, it's, you know, you're trying to, you know, go on with your day, and then some woman decides, you know, she's got to have a Me Too movement and interrupt your phone. The Amber Alert is not about the Me Too movement. It's about missing children. Well, you know, that's kind of what they try to tell you, you know, the fake news. (laughs) (laughs) The fake... The Amber Alert is for when children go missing so people can help find that child. Well, that's what they say. But you know what? I'm not. We're having people look into it. So, what would your presidential alert alert people of? You have Twitter. You tweet Don't out all the time. Don't listen to Amber. It's a tough time for men. You know that would be the kind of tweet I might send out. But that's a tweet. Is well, that going to come? Well, you know, I'm saying tweet. I mean a presidential alert? alert. So the alert would just come out of the opposite. Your opposite thoughts about Me Too movement. Well, it depends on who's missing according to the fake Amber Alert system. Okay, so let's play a A lot game. of fake Ambers. Okay, so can we play this game? I'm going to give you a situation. Tell me what your your presidential alert would be. Okay. Okay, so... Though I don't like to generally give a heads up because we want it to be an alert where people don't know it Of course, of but, but I'm going to tell you the, the, Amber alert, the Amber Alert that's released and you tell me what presidential the fake, alert... The fake Amber yes, Alert. Yes, the they're fake all, Amber Alert, fake. and then you tell me what presidential alert... If girls like Amber didn't go missing, we wouldn't have pornography, okay? So even if this is true, 
there's obviously good benefits to missing kids. So let's say an African-American child, male, age seven, went missing in Baltimore and they were looking for him. What would be your presidential? A lot of violence in Chicago. Black on black violence in Chicago. Why is nobody talking about this? Okay. In Florida, a nine-year-old girl goes missing from a shopping mall. White girl? White girl. Ooh. What is your presidential alert after the Amber Alert? Mar-a-Lago is a beautiful club, and I recommend everybody go there, including if you are, in fact, a missing white girl, you will be welcome there. Mr. President, that's like a commercial for your presidential alert. Well, you know, it's also a safe haven, and I guess you don't want the kids to be safe. Okay, last one. New Mexico, a Mexican boy, age five, gets taken at a flea market from his mother. Look out, there's Coco the Rapist. Well, his name was Miguel, to be honest. Miguel the Rapist is loose, we can't find him. Be careful, he's pretending to be a five-year-old, but he's a real rapist. That's a, that's a very long presidential alert on that one. Well, it's an important one. How often are these presidential alerts going to hit our phones? Well, we'll see. Is my phone going to give that annoying sound once a month? Is it going to be weekly? Well, Can you give us a heads up a little bit, Mr. President? Well, it's a presidential alert. It's not a presidential uh, scheduled text. Don't you think the alert should be something very important? Like the Amber Alert. Of course. Is something very important where exactly. a child goes missing. Exactly. So if Amber Alert is important, calling out the Amber Alert as fake news, even more important. Okay. But what would you put on the presidential alert besides what this? you put on if Twitter? If you got an alert saying nuclear bomb headed to New York City. That would be an alert, an important That would one. be an important and presidential alert. And then if I alert. find out that that's fake, yeah. wouldn't it be even more important to let people know that it was fake? Who's giving me the original alert? Fake news. So I see it on TV, and then you... We get the intel. Right. Stands for intelligence. Not a lot of people know that. Okay, thank you. you f we find out it's fake. Well, then we've got to let everybody know. So that supersedes right that would be a good idea for the presidential well, there you alert. Go. okay but that's, well, that's only, what that's, i said that's one idea well there you go okay <laughs> sounds good well i look forward to seeing what you what news you share on these presidential alerts it, it should be very interesting mr president it's but it was be great it was alarming and a lot of people if you looked at social media people were very confused and didn't know what the purpose was so well, my and people no know explanation. the purpose. My people know the purpose. It's a good purpose. A lot of purpose. But you might want to let the American people Flipper know. Flipper was a purpose. No. <laughs> Flipper was a dolphin. Well, I say it was a purpose. And it's porpoise. Well, that's what you say. Okay. That's obviously your pronunciation. Are you a Kushner? What do you mean by that? Am I Jewish? Well, if you've listened to the podcast, yes, you know I, I am a Kushner. Then I guess. Well, then I got to be honest with you. The uh, maybe that's your pronunciation. All the phlegm and all the huh, <laughs> got you saying porpoise instead of purpose. Okay, a lot of purpose. That's fine. Well, just know 
a lot of people aren't happy with the presidential alert. That's what. Well, I and a lot of people are snowflake beta cuck losers. <laughs> okay, we're still on the podcast record. Absolutely. Okay. I feel like I may go all the way on the record this episode. We don't oh, have no to go off the off. records? I don't think we're going to have to because I feel very liberated. Like okay. I, there's nothing to hide. I am the king of America. You're the president of America. Well, that too. You, you're not the king. Well, that's what you say. Okay. You had a, a rally last night, Mr. Great Trump. rally with the fine people of Mississippi. Why are you doing rallies when you are already president? Is there a, a reason for these rallies? Well, we've got to get Brett Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court. We've got to let people know that blacks and, and immigrants and women are trying to take their America from them. And I think it's important that we get a lot of people aware and realizing, you know, that America's not safe. We've got to be vigilant. But no other president has had rallies during their presidency. And you know what? That's why they all got, they either died or voted out. A lot of dictators have had rallies when they were in power. Well, you know what? Dictators can have good ideas. A, blo a broken clock is right four to six times a day. That's what they say. <laughs> is that the saying? I've heard twice a day. But Well, you know what? That's Maybe you can't afford the clocks that I can afford that are... <laughs> you know Correct. More often, even when broken. <laughs> I, I guess I can't afford those clocks that are right four Good to clocks. six times a day. They are. Are they Trump clocks or are they another brand? Well, we don't make clocks. You don't make clocks. I just was checking. So We've at your got rally, a lot of big clocks oh, in I, my family. I know what you're you're referring to. Talking about penis. I, <laughs> I know that. I know. I didn't think we had to say it, but well, if you, you know, want to say know. it, that's fine. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. But, Mr. President, last night at your rally, you were making fun of Dr. Ford, the accuser of Kavanaugh. Not making fun of, just reciting respectfully her testimony. What were you... You, you were mocking her. You were There was no mocking. That was respectfully reciting what she was saying, which was false. You, you're saying you were respectfully doing that. Very respectful. The crowd obviously was very into it. They're very passionate. Well, they're all your supporters, of Brett course. Kavanaugh. They're all your supporters. Of course, they're going to be. And I don't like the insinuation that people are making about Miss, the Mississippi crowd that they were disrespectful or they were laughing. If there's anything we know from American history, it's that the people of Mississippi are very good Americans who have always respected their fellow citizens. And never judged anyone by race at all. They're great people. Of course. I was being sarcastic, Mr. Trump. Well, you were also wrong. Okay. They're good people. Have you been to Mississippi? No, I have not. Well, then, there you go. I don't want to go to Mississippi. Well, that's very uh, close-minded of you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, once again, the intolerance of the left... So you weren't making fun of any part of, of Dr. Ford and her testimony when you were saying that she had one beer. And oh, she, she said she had one beer. One right. beer, only one beer. Never you, drank more than one beer. You never drank, though. So you, you well, really I'm, can't. I'm a great person. Right. You don't know how one character. beer affects anyone. A lot of character. Okay. Big character. Big character. Are you referring to your penis again? Big clock. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. So you would. You were making fun of her because you kept saying that you don't remember this, you don't remember that, you don't remember this, you don't remember... She didn't remember a lot of things. I know, but... 
I remember every detail of every rape I was involved in. <laughs> well, that's good. You and remember your rapes? she's saying she doesn't remember any of the details. Let me tell you something. I remember them all. But Kavanaugh is a frat boy. He is borderline alcoholic from the news that has come out. He used to be a heavy drinker. Probably still he, is a heavy drinker. I think drinker. he has a little bit of a problem with drinking. And I think his wife... You know, she's she's pretty nice looking lady for dating a, a, a drunk like Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. But he probably tunes her up, let's be honest. <laughs> so you think he hits her? Well, he might. He might. He hits a lot of people. Have you heard some of this testimony about uh, raging Kavanaugh? I know. He, he's in a, been a bar fight. Have you been in a bar fight, Mr. Trump? I don't go to bars. Never even just for a dinner? Nobody what? wants to toss, to throw hands with me. Have you ever been in a one-on-one fist fight? I mean, if you could call it that. I mean, one, two, they're out. Oh, so you've people have come up to you and you just two hits and you hit them and they hit the floor. Bam, boom. And that's it. Lights out like they didn't pay their electric bill in Trump Tower. <laughs> but you have you ever been hit? You know what? If somebody wanted to hit me today, I'm a little bigger, a little slower, but in my prime, nobody hit me. So, you, so when you boxed in the military academy... You, you, no one ever punched you. You were just so It quick. was like I was a white Muhammad Ali. Is that what they called you, the white Muhammad Ali? Well, I don't know if that's what they called me, but... Uh, Is that what you called nickname. yourself? It's a good nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Ali. Christian Ali. Love the Bible. So you were... People think you were making fun of her you say you weren't making fun of her if you watch the videotape i was clearly being very serious it's an important issue you were smiling the whole time she's lying about sexual assault with raging brett kavanaugh i know but why do you have kavanaugh's back so much if you think he allegedly might uh as you say tune up his wife he allegedly could be an alcoholic not make many good decisions. He didn't never got laid at Yale. And I know you. You like a guy who can seal the deal. You love sex. I plowed all of you, Penn. Exactly. So how can you have the back of a gentleman like I this? I had those Quakers quaking in their boots. Right. So how do you have Kavanaugh's back when... Well, can we go off the uh, podcast? I, I know I said... I like, know. Okay. I go sure. We'll go off for record. a second. All right. We're good. He doesn't think that presidents can be prosecuted. Okay. So we get him on the court. I am free and clear. This drunk scumbag is my ticket out of any prosecutions. So he's your insurance policy. He is a raging piece of shit, but he (laughs) really thinks the president can do whatever he wants. I could have sex with that not bad looking wife of his in front of him, and I think he'd still think I shouldn't be prosecuted. He is very dedicated to the executive branch. You want to go back on the record? We'll go back on. I just think that he is a great justice, Mm -hmm. and I think he'd be an asset, and I think it's terrible what the Democrats are doing. Really terrible. The way they're treating him. Mistreating him, by the way. Not just treating him, but they're treating him poorly. That's what mistreating means. Speaking of mistreating, you had an interaction with a reporter recently. Uh, Let me get the woman's name. Uh, Her name is Cecilia Vega. Oh, boy. And you told her that she never thinks... Reporter number five. (laughs) Okay, that's a good reference. <laughs> but you you say that she she said she was trying to get her question prepared and she said, I can't think right now. And you said, 
you never think. Well, but then in the White House, um, let let me testimony. Let me ask you a question: Uh, Is she Latina? Well, I'm going to assume yes with the last name. And she's obviously a woman. Yeah. Yeah, they're not big thinkers. But even if you if you if you do think that. Very As sexy people. Very sexy, but not big on thinking. You shouldn't say that out loud at a press conference. Mr. Big Trump. on sex, not on thoughts. Right, but you shouldn't say that on a podcast, or and is, you shouldn't say that. Don Jr. would say they're more thoughts than thoughts. <laughs> well. I don't know what that means, but Don Jr. says it a lot. He's very cool. But you. You said that to her that you don't think, and at a pre- is that very presidential? You keep saying, "Well, let me ask you, you, you a question." You joke around about that as being presidential, not well, I, presidential. I need to ask you a question, real sure. quick, Bob. Am I the president? Yes. Then it's presidential. That's your definition. So if the president says something, it's presidential. Exactly. It doesn't really make sense. Of course, it does. How? Presidential how, should how go define, with history of being a president. Well, I'm the, remaking history. Everybody said this was a historic election <laughs> when I won. It really was. So why can't I? I'm changing history. So you're we're, rewriting what the term presidential means? We're expanding, okay? Expanding. And that's why America's becoming great again. Because I'm not stuffy. Pre- I don't stand there and go, presidential? Very presidential? Hello? Thank you. God bless America. Well, you don't have to stand there like that. I don't have like to that. do that. You don't have to. I do what I want. And what I want is to be presidential. But you don't have to put down the press or put down a woman and tell her she doesn't think. I don't have to, but I wanted to. <laughs> so I did it. But that's not right. Says you. What would you. So what would you do if someone did that to Ivanka in a public setting on TV? Well, nobody would do it to Ivanka. She's a very thoughtful woman and that body, nobody disrespects that body. <laughs> But they're not talking about her body. They're talking about her brain. You know what? If you knew how men work, because you seem like a real beta cuck. (laughs) If you knew how men worked, you'd know. It's tough to talk tough to Ivanka when you're you're face-to-face with her. She's six feet tall, great hips, great lips, beautiful face, huge, ponderous breasts, great ass, looks great in anything she wears, whether it's a nighty, or a business suit. When have you seen her in a nighty? Well, a lot of times, you know, my father. Okay. You know, so a lot of people would have trouble talking to her and trying to be tough. So maybe Miss Vega, you know, Mambo number five better, uh, you know, try to look hotter. So it's now it's about her looks? It's, well, no, what I'm saying is it's not looks, but the looks would help. I just don't think it was really right of you to do that. Well, were you elected president? No, so therefore... Okay, Bob. (laughs) So that's presidential behavior now. Well, let me ask you a question. If people try to copy my style, maybe 10 presidents from now, they go, Trump has defined the modern presidency, but you won't be here. So I won't be able to tell you what a failure you were in saying that I was not presidential. So I'm just saying it now. Why aren't I going to be here? Very presidential. Why aren't I going to be here? I mean, 10 you're, presidents. You're older than me. But, well, I, you know, we have techniques, but I probably won't be here either. But I'm, I didn't say, you know, you're not even listening. This is why people, tech <laughs> stuff people get kicked off. 
I didn't say I would be here, you wouldn't. I just said four, 10 presidents from now, which could be, as you know, anywhere between 40 and 80 years, depending on the terms. Right. We're probably not going to be here in 80 years. I mean, I have much more wealth than you, so if there's a way to prolong life. Oh, we're going to get to your wealth in a I'll minute. I'll do it, whereas tech stuff guys, life expectancy is probably pretty low. Mm, okay. Well, we'll see. And you know what? Your expectancy might be one week, to be honest, as far as making podcasts great again well, goes. It seems like every tech stuff guy is... Well, they're, they're very weak people. You you ha- you liked the tech stuff guy last week. You said, "Well, you know, but he, you know, he couldn't <laughs> seal the deal with who? Well, he couldn't. He didn't have a perfect episode. Ah, you need perfection. Well, that's what we're aiming for. Like your presidency. Well, we're not. We mission accomplished. <laughs> okay, we're not aiming. We we hit the bullseye. <laughs> perfect. Ten of ten. A plus. And you still have how many years to go? At least twelve. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny. <laughs> well, there's terms. Yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm offering the people good terms. <laughs> an, an extra term, at least. At least an extra term. It's very nice of you. You're very giving. So Kavanaugh's character doesn't alarm you at all. Well, he's a booze bag. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to think that... He lied under oath, too. He said he doesn't know what blackout drunk is. I mean, come on. A guy who drinks that much got to know what blackout well, drunk is. Well, I respect that because, you know, he probably just wants to avoid blacks. Oh, so you just wanted to avoid the word black and associating with black people. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I'm guessing. Okay, well, that's... You know, and the devil's weird. triangle... Yeah, you know, it was a very, I believe, you know, it was a very popular drinking game. How about a a, a dude who keeps a calendar, a a, a a a a high school who keeps a calendar of all his behavior and everything he does, and well, still has the calendar? Ragin Ragin Kavanaugh is, is not the most normal guy. I give you that. But uh, I like his nickname, Mister President. Ragin Brett, <laughs> uh, bad Brett. I like Ragin Brett better. Me too. Okay. I just thought he'd try a different one you know like bad breath i hear you you know it's a pun no i got it instead of bad breath we go bad breath i know i i got it well okay okay (laughs) i just think that he's a weirdo for sure but you know when i was you know 17 i already had like a personal secretary and a and and a, a a stable of women who could do all my administrative things but he did he wasn't as fortunate so he had to keep his calendar himself. But yeah, he's a weird, he's a weird, angry, drunk guy. But he's gonna, he's gonna grab all the women by the pussy when he redu- when he gets rid of Roe v. Wade. Oh yes. And he's gonna tell blacks and immigrants to hold up, and he's gonna say, "Mr. President, you can't be prosecuted." And I don't care how much he drinks, how much he rages, how many high schoolers he dry humped. We're on the record. We, oh, I know we're on the record. Okay. I don't care how many high schoolers he dry humped. He could dry hump a high schooler tomorrow. Okay. He's getting on that court. And Donald Trump is not getting prosecuted. Oh, lucky you, Mr. Trump. But Pre- President. President Trump, I'm Thank sorry. You. How Strike did you two? <laughs> a lot of strikes. There is. How many strikes do I get? Well, you know, probably three. Okay. We'll see if you foul tip. Okay keep you alive well you were talking about your wealth before a lot of did, wealth 10 billion dollars i was billion. given a yep. loan a very tiny loan from my father 
And what I was the loan? One hundred and forty-five million the, or something. The, the loan. Who got that figure? The the, the loan was one million dollars, which I know is a lot of money to some people, probably to you, mm-hmm. but it's uh, you know very small amount to build into ten billion. Well, did you see the New York Times article that was just very released? boring? <laughs> it was boring. Well, was it was it boring because it was long. It or was boring? so long. I said, "Who cares? Who cares about this?" It was very long. You know, it was like the whole paper. Was, but it was researched for a year and a half, so a lot of information I was gathered. I feel bad on for here. those guys. Just well, sitting researching nonsense, making up fake news for a year and a half. So all the accusations are fake that are in the article. My father created a very tiny little family business. Gave me a loan of one million that I paid back with interest, and I built it into a ten billion dollar company. How about when it came to real estate? When you were going under on some of your buildings, where your father would purchase some of the units from you for millions of dollars, Very and then you would purchase news. the units back for like ten thousand dollars. Very fake news. That's fake news. We did all legal, ethical, fair deals. And so, Daddy never bailed you out out of any kind of financial hardship. My father. Loaned me a million dollars, and that was it. So all the tax fraud charges and all we the loopholes and everything. All the tax laws, all the tax laws, we were very obedient to. They, I mean, they're stupid laws, but we <laughs> obeyed them. But there is proof that from the article proof that by who the New York, the failing New York Times. I mean, New York. I mean, I feel like the New York Times are one of the high, most highly respected, you know, newspaper publications Not in the in world. Not in Mississippi. Well, maybe not in Mississippi, but I think everywhere else in the world. Well, not in Mississippi. Do you consider Mississippi like the smartest state? Let me tell you something about Mississippi. Tell me. Great people. Mm-hmm. Okay, good Christian people. Love their burning crosses. Okay, that's like the fire of Jesus is alive in their <laughs> hearts. Okay, these are very strong Christian people. Very tolerant of all people. You know, for many years until, you know... Elites went down and told them what to do. They worked very closely with blacks. You know? Worked right with them. What's your definition of working with them? Do you mean owning you know, them super, and letting them supervised, work? Supervised, you know, worked the fields. and You, you mean know, own them? Well, that's, you know, we don't know that. No, we do. It was called slavery. It happened no, in this no, country. No, no, we're, we're not talking about slavery. We're talking about, you know... Good, honest, hard work. Something America used to do a lot of and that we're trying to get back. Okay. So the Mississippi people, are, they're great people. They're, they're some of the finest people and they don't believe any of this fake news that's being put out. They know the truth because they watch Fox News, great network, a lot of truth, fair and balanced so nothing in that article out of the, what was it, 18 pages? It was a lot of pages. Well, I, you know, after the first two paragraphs, I said, this is too long. Okay. <laughs> nothing in there. It's all fake news. All 18 well, no, pages my name, printed up. My name is Donald Trump. They got that part right. And they got your father's name right. Fred. Yes. How about this scumbaggery? Is this true? You tried to amend your father's will before he passed away? Well, yeah, no, that, okay, that is true. That is true, okay. Well, let me tell you something, okay? Yeah. When you're 85 yeah. and you start becoming a real weak cuck, <laughs> it's time for the young lion to take over. And he would have been proud of me, I think. I know he had some dementia, that's what the, I say that's fake news, but, you know, he was, he was forgetting some things, and I thought, I think if he were here, 
completely. He'd be proud that his son was willing to cheat his father because that's toughness. It's toughness. He's, he gave you an alleged $1 million loan to start your whole life, and then you're going to scumbag him when he's on his deathbed? Well, he died you know, seven years later or nine years later. So it wasn't his deathbed. Okay. Well, he was on the decline. And that's why it was important that the young lion take over. How did your brother feel about that? Well, one of my brothers died of uh, alcohol abuse. How many brothers do you have? Who? <laughs> okay. Well, I've got one who's still around. Right. That brother. Well, he's okay. He's all right. He's not fucking models, so he's not that cool. Right. Did Melania just go to Africa? She won where? Africa. I think she was the first uh, first lady to go to Africa. What's no? she doing in Africa? And who's Melania? Your wife. You know, the first lady. Well, she's the third. She's the th Who's the first two? Ivana. Iv Ivana or Ivanka? Ivanka's my beautiful, delicious daughter. Right. Ivana was her mom. Right. But your so wife, the first your wife, wife now is is really. We're not talking your first wife. We're talking the first lady, and it's the white. It's the the president's wife is the first lady. Now who's that? Melania. I think you've you've you referred to her as Transylvania on this podcast. Well, you know, we'll find out. We'll look into it. Okay, that's good. But if she's in Africa, you know, I hope she's being careful if she's a white. She is. Well. She's European. She's probably a mix of a few things. Well, life. you know, hopefully she keeps it pure in Africa. Well, we'll find out. You haven't made many public appearances together. I don't want to get blessed by the rains down in Africa, okay? Because <laughs> that's a metaphor. Are you, are you quoting Toto right now? Who? Well, I think it's from the music from uh, the band you got it from. What you just said. We're not in Kansas? That's a band, right? Kansas, Toto? Oh, gosh. Well, you know. We'll Mr. President, things. the last piece of news I'd like to talk to you about this week. Last piece of news already. Well, yeah. as you can see, none of that bullshit about my finances will stick. And nobody cares. You don't think so? If you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's my message in marriage and in taxes. So you just said if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Therefore, you just admitted to doing illegal things or, or not legal things. Well, we're doing good things. We just admitted to cheating in well, your no, marriage no, no. and in your taxes. Well, no, nobody said that. You just said if you're not, if you're not cheating, well, you're not Well, that's like trying. a mantra. That's like a philosophy. I didn't confess to any specific activities. Right, but if it's your philosophy, then, uh, then people would assume that you would cheat in everything. And you just said you, your, your marriage and taxes. Eating ain't cheating. <laughs> well... I think you just told everyone that you lied on your taxes. No, we're very honest. We have great professional tax people. Some of the best tax people around have given me great advice and allowed me to become extremely wealthy. Well, can we talk about your, your favorite African-American? Kanye! That's right. You knew who I was talking about. He's not my favorite. He's just my. Oh, he's your African-American. What did you think about his appearance on SNL? A lot of mixed reviews. I thought he was great. I thought it was great that he dressed as a Perrier bottle because, and he had a Fiji 
water bottle on stage with him, which I think is a good message for the kids. You know, drink water instead of soda or alcohol. So besides that, the message of staying healthy, if you thought... I think that's a great message. Right. I don't know if his message really was stay healthy, but... Well, what he was do you dressed think about- as a water bottle, and the other guy was dressed as a water bottle. Right. You don't think he's just losing his mind, maybe? Well, okay, so now if an African-American wants to be healthy, they have to be crazy? No, they're dressed like a water bottle. I think you have to... I don't well, know. it's what- Halloween coming up. I don't think anyone does pre-Halloween in the first weekend. Well, week how do you know October. Yeezy, as I call him sometimes, Okay. how do you know he's not selling a line of Halloween costumes, Perrier and Fiji bottles? Because a lot of people, I can tell you, and I think you'd agree with me, mm-hmm. if those were available in stores, oh yeah, a lot of bros would be going as, and maybe some hoes too, would be going <laughs> as Fiji and Perrier. Yeah, there are definitely enough dumb people out there so to buy Kanye those costumes. So if Kanye makes you know, $500 million selling these costumes, then all of a sudden is he still crazy or is he a black genius, which I think should be the next title of his album. You think so? I think he's still crazy. Or maybe not crazy, just um, in the process of having a meltdown. Well, we'll Psychological see. I, I think he's a great guy, and I think it was great. He spoke to the SNL people after about how great I'm doing as president, and he wore a MAGA hat. Right. His, his rants, you don't... You, you, I mean, of course, you approve his rants. They're about you. They're great. They're, he's a great speaker. He's an eloquent voice for the African-American community. And then he was preaching to all the SNL cast? Well, you know, they're making a very unfunny show, and they're all very liberal, and I think they could use some, some, uh, some talking to... What do you think of Matt Damon in the Kavanaugh sketch? Terrible. Terrible? Bad impression? He's, I mean, you know what? Bad impression, failing actor. You know, Goodwill Hunting was a long time ago. He's done a lot of stuff since then. Yeah, though. but what has he done recently? And let's be honest. Well, recently. He's had some real flops. Yeah, I guess recently he hasn't really done anything in the last few years. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Good That's Goodbye. the only film? Goodbye, Will Hunting. Well. Maybe, but Kanye, what do you think of the songs that Kanye did? Well, I've never been, you know, I obviously like the songs I've contributed to. Of course. Gold Were you Digger. upset that he didn't sing Gold Digger? I wasn't upset because I understand it's, uh, you know, maybe Matt Damon would have liked it because it would have been a blast from the past back to when <laughs> Matt Damon was actually a successful actor who meant something. Okay. But um, now he's just a, a, a loser who him and Ben Affleck have both tanked. And what I think is... I mean, he didn't write the sketch. He just agreed to be in the sketch. Well, you know what? I guess he was desperate for attention. And I think, uh, who else are we going to get from The Departed? We got Alec Baldwin. We got Matt Damon. We're going to get uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, playing somebody soon. You think Leonardo DiCaprio will do something political like that? Well, he's a real tree hugger. He is. I think he's more involved in environmental issues than... I was talking about the first... I remember when he won his Oscar, he was talking about the First Nations people. Mm-hmm. I was just say Indians. <laughs> this is like PC on PC. <laughs> This is PCP. He's going, First Nations people, they're done. We killed them all. <laughs> well, there are still Native Americans they're alive. Indians. They're Indians. Okay, there's still Indians alive all over the country. The Red Man. Yeah, they're alive all over the country. Also, not a bad rapper. Red Man? That's old school. He's I'm not surprised. my favorite, but he's, uh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. We'll agree together on that one. Well, all right then. Good. 
But Kanye, you know, set a great example for not only African Americans, but I think for entertainers and for just Americans, you know, that uh, supporting MAGA is good for the country. Have you, would you consider ever uh, double dating with you, Melania, Kim, and Kanye? Sure. I think that'd be a good date. We could talk about, uh, you know, letting African Americans out of prison. And we could, uh, maybe Melania and Kim could do a little, uh, you know, private show. So you think Melania and Kim would get it on for you guys? Well, they don't, it doesn't have to be full penetration or, or you know, uh, sex toys. But I think, you know, there might be some scissoring. <laughs> In front of you two or behind closed doors? Like with just them? Oh, no, no. With, with us. With we'd you? Be, we'd be, I mean, we'd You be wouldn't watching. feel weird in the same room with Kanye with your wives going at it like that? Why would I feel weird? I don't know. I'm just asking. One's a, a video whore with a big booty, mm-hmm. and the other is, uh, you know, a model whore with, uh, you know, a trim frame. But they're both whores, just to clarify. Are we off? Let's go off the record. Off the record. Now. Filthy, filthy, disgusting whores. Both of them. Real trash. Really? Real how, trash. How come you don't get rid of your wife? You think it would just be bad press? Well, you know, I'm in the office. Mm-hmm. But believe me, she knows her days are numbered. Does she? Well, you guys aren't really together anymore. You don't. No, see we're together. Each- well, I'm saying publicly, you don't really see we, each other. We have together. a meal once in a while, and uh, you know, she tells me uh, some kid she adopted named Barton is uh, doing well in school. It's uh, Baron. I think he's your child. Who's too. that? That's the the child you were just referring to. Barton. Yeah. Well, Baron. Yeah, but. Well, you know, I've met Brian a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, he seems like a he's very tall. Very tall. Very tall kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, he seems like a good guy. At what age do you have to have start to have a relationship with him? He has to be 18? or Well, why would I have a relationship with him? Well, he's your son. You told in past no, no, podcasts. It's Melania's son. So you have nothing to do with it? With Brian? No. Yeah. We don't know Brian. No? Just the other children? I mean, we've met a couple times. We've, uh, we, well, we know Don Jr. and we know Ivanka. And they're doing both doing uh, very, very well. We're you have other proud. children, too, though. Who's that now? You have other children, another son, and you have another daughter. Well, I remember having this discussion, I think, last week or two weeks ago with the tech stuff guy where I said, well, I'm going to tell you, you have nine kids. Okay. Do you have any, any children? Bob? Yeah, one. Well, I think you have nine. Okay. So you, you better take care of them. But you have proof? You have no proof. You're telling me I have kids. I mean, they're on TV all the time. and Okay, uh, I mean... They have your last name. Tim Allen is on TV I'm all sure the time. if we would give... Is he, is he my kid? Tim Allen is not really on TV all the time. Well, he's on a good show, Last Man Standing. Okay. Very conservative, good comedy. All right. <laughs> so, Kanye, awesome SNL appearance. One of the best. Great rant. Not even a rant. Okay. Great speech. Great speech. On America. And, great and costumes. Great. great costumes. Perrier and Fiji. Mm-hmm. So he just did fantastic. Unbelievable. All right. We're so proud of our, of our African-American. So I'm looking forward to future presidential phone alerts. And I'd like to see what comes of this New York Times article and your future rallies. I would just tone it down a little bit in my opinion. But hey, if you want to go balls to the wall like that. Well, they enjoyed it. So I think we're going to go with uh, what the good people, the great citizens, right. the great, honest, loving people of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Definitely loving for sure. And Kavanaugh, I would just make sure. Raging Brett. 
Right. If Ragin Brett does become a Supreme Court justice, I would make sure that in his office there is no private bar stash. Uh, well, uh, I'm afraid, you know, him and Clarence Thomas are going to devil's triangle Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> you really think that's going to happen? Well, I don't. I don't know. That's a dis- Thomas, disgusting. Even disgusting. though he's a conservative, he's still a black. Yeah. And you can't just, you know, get that that animal lust out <laughs> just because he likes Scalia. Okay. And then obviously Kavanaugh, he may not have that black passion, but he's when he drinks, he certainly gets passionate. He does get passionate. So I think uh, little Ruth, little RBG might want to retire for her own safety. Well. It should be an interesting... Because let's be honest, Kagan is nothing to look at. No. And Sotomayor, you know, she might be... She's a, you know, maybe a feisty Latina, but she's not particularly hot either. She's not, you know, I'd rather have J-Lo on the court. Well, maybe that's something that you could... I mean, you are president. That would be presidential, right? Jenny from the block. Going to be Jenny on the court. Jenny on the court. I mean, that didn't rhyme, but it does flow off well, your tongue. sometimes these poets they don't rhyme i know i hate don't you hate that poetry when it's just random words and i it's know like what, are, what are you, i can put random words look a table a mic yeah we're making america great rhyming wor- rhyming poems are more fun yeah that's you know bars yeah i feel the chemistry mr president but ruth bader better watch nope. out yeah once, well once raging brett and black clarence <laughs> get together <laughs> Oh, boy. Sounds like a tag team wrestling right there. They're going to tag team something. (laughs) Well, Mr. President, thank you for sharing all this information this week. And like I said before, I look forward to seeing more uh, presidential phone alerts and see what they're all about. And thanks for joining us again for another week. Guys, uh, you can follow me at JNog on Twitter, Instagram, JNog.com for dates and Please tell your friends about the podcast. Listeners are picking up every single week, and we appreciate the love. And hopefully in 2019, we'll be coming to a city near you. So that's it from Jay Nog here. And subscribe. Tell your friends. Making podcasts great again. The voice of President Donald J. Trump was done by J.L. Covan. Thank you for listening, guys. Next week, we got John Fugelsang of SiriusXM coming on the show. Uh, so that should be a very exciting episode, uh, and, and fireworks may fly between uh, f- the liberal Fugelsang and uh, your president. And also next week, my album Thoughts and Prayers comes out, the, the magnificent double album that will uh, you know, become legendary once I die. So everybody, have a great week. Thanks for listening. Give us five stars. Hopefully you listen on uh, whatever platform you choose, and God help us all.